Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? Hey, besties, bestie clan, bestie bunch. All of y'all out there, I am Craig Conover. Welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am joined with uh, one of our, I guess, distant besties. Uh, Jerry is here in the distant. flesh. Oh, been a while. Well, he's in the same city yeah. as me. And then Nick in his urban basement retreat. Mountains. Nothing urban about it. <laughs> uh, today, Do you and Austin actually know where he lives, by, by, by the way? Like every something week, it's something completely different. Out. Every time I listen, like these two idiots have no idea where he actually lives. I just um, kind of sweaty. I've been walking back and forth a mile across my community. My golf cart died on me tonight, so that was. Did you go to NA work? No, because Graham's running a boat to the Bahamas, so she has both kids at the house, and I was like. Usually it's Graham that knows how to like tow people and stuff. And like, I know how to do it, but I just, anyway, I knocked on this one door and there was two boxes. Wait, wait, hold on. Where did we bypass? What did, what broke down? I don't know. I, I like stopped to punch yeah. in this address cause I was looking for uh, this like property for my parents. And, uh, then when I went to press the gas pedal again, it just didn't work. So I thought it was dead because of oh, the golf cart. Yeah, and my like my I've been parking in the garage, and my mom was like, "Unplug your golf cart at night because it's burning people's houses down." That and Dicey's, which isn't real. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So, hello, my Dyson. Anyway, met a really nice. The first house was scary. <laughs> Had a bunch of scary dogs. Then I went to a lady's house across the street. Fortunately, she, I was like, Hey, I'm Craig. She's like, I know who you are. And I was like, perfect. She was like, uh, probably 73. And she used to have a house near me in the Bahamas and we had no idea, but it was destroyed in Dorian. So I sat on her porch with her for like a half hour. We just told stories about the Bahamas. It was really cute. That was my, my night. My golf cart's still there. Cause I went back about an hour ago and it's just not working. So is it my golf? Have you been changing the uh, water in it and the batteries? No, no, I always forget to do that because when I first bought the golf cart, no one told me that you're supposed to pour water into the batteries, which is still makes. I've definitely zero. never done that. Are you, oh, you're, wait, for real? Oh yeah, no, I that's work, like a big thing. Like a champ. Well, it no, won't. I all of a sudden, it just won't work. I've had to replace the batteries once because I didn't put water in it for a year. You're supposed to do it every six months with yeah. distilled water. Yep definitely never done that are you I, I feel like you took a fool or a prank on me but if you want to come do it for me sure no That's like great. if you you look at your batteries there's literally a, a lid that you pop off and you yeah. have to put water in yeah. it that's probably what happened yeah. to you but um that and then i just did a podcast that's on the believe network with us called it's complicated it's funny because the guy was like uh well rob was like do you remember me craig and i was like yeah i think we met through like stassi and Bo. And he's like, oh, we had a night together, Craig. And I was like, oh, really? And um, he's like, it's right when Bell and Stasi started to date. And then he was like, we were at Belmont and it's a real popular karaoke bar in West Hollywood. And I was like, oh, that's right. And he's like, they went home and you were just dead set on convincing me that like Stasi and Bell were like 
you know, supposed to be together. And he's like, I know Craig, like they are together. Like Bo likes Stas and Stassi likes Bo. And he's like, and then you passed out on my couch. And I was like, oh, wow. That was, I, I do not miss those days, but he was a great dude. He's an actor and his two cohort, two co-hosts were great. Um, and, uh, I think it'll be a great listen for everyone. It's called it's complicated, but it's, a, it's about dating. It's about reality TV, uh, relationships friends it was cool oh that's awesome Harry, harry's nervous because he's like wait do i get to listen to this first <laughs> yeah no but it's my first thought was going through but i'm assuming i prayed nick was on it and or hopefully nick you're on it and we no get to i was working to it, but okay. great Good. that's wonderful to hear well i'll text braun and make sure that craig didn't tell too many stories <laughs> to get us in trouble but hopefully it went well craig you know yeah it was good too we had awesome. a fun lunch together right? Yeah, Austin we did have lunch. Austin did come to our lunch. We had a business meeting in Charleston. We're doing some fun stuff down here. Um, I had never been to, what's the restaurant called in the Bennett? I don't know. I actually don't know. I've never been in it before. It was I like Gabrielle's or something. Um, yeah. But so you guys just like picked right a random spot that. or you were meeting with someone no, else? No, the people we were meeting with, we were meeting with two uh, other individuals and they told we they decided to meet there. It was a good meeting. We got, you know, can't really talk about it yet, but. Um, we saw a uh, a store that we coming. we almost or a space that we almost put our store in, um, and I think they kind oh, of yeah. like rejected us. Uh, you know, oh, different models, and that, that we weren't a big enough brand for them. And it's about a quarter of the size of the store that we went with. So that was kind of neat. The last time I think I was on the podcast was actually we were in the store. I think yes. Nick, you think you were in town too. I think we were open. Yeah. Something was two years ago. Yeah, it yeah. was when we were and working then, on it. It was like a week before opening. Yeah. No, the place where we, we walked by it, they're building it out. It's, I mean, it might be a quarter of what our store is, Greg, and, uh, and looked at it. And it, when we originally inquired, they kind of stuck their nose up at us, basically being like, you guys, we don't need you. Like, we won't be that successful. So kind of fun to have. And they, so they, they're just filling one. it out two years later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I guess um, we were. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. But yes. Uh, there's a, Everyone's, I got a lot of messages too saying happy beer mile day. Uh, we are starting to tell people things and not follow through with them is what I'm fearing our people are going to say, which I'm going to blame it all on Jerry. Um, and here's why. Well, this isn't, okay, well, hold on. All right, go we ahead. I'll let you everyone, talk. Go. We promised everyone tour dates and tour city, which we gave them the tour oh, cities. Here we go, dude. Good God. Jerry has not given us, and- we told everyone mute we were going to mute me. And Jerry prevented me from using SDS employees to film me in Austin. So therefore we had to push the beer yeah. mile till next week. So both things so, are Jerry's no. fault. Let's give the, let's give the, the besties the real truth behind it. If they can see the text message groups we have between us, well, us three in Austin and then just me and Austin, you two can never agree on half the shit you guys need to do. So then you blame it on everybody else. That's the real <laughs> issue here. But yeah, I'm not going to let Sony Down South employees go from their normal day job to go film you doing whatever. I don't even know what a beer mile is, but. Uh, every lap around know, the sure. track, I get beer. Like you have to finish a beer before you get to the end of a lap. Okay, what over under would you give it How many them? lots? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. You two, like, what are their stipulations behind this? Because I don't think you two. Would, I no, mean, you guys do work out every day. It's four laps on a normal track. 
It's a quarter yeah, it's mile like lap. Str- like, do you have to sprint though? Like, I don't. That's what I'm well, you're running. You, you're hey. running a mile, and after each mile, you drink a beer. And yeah. You chug a beer. Well, really. you have the whole lap to drink the beer. That's why I need a, a spotter on super, me. And a, uh, super professional. I was you chug it. It's a real super sport. professional. It's a real sport. A real, yeah. Stop the Ocho. So the over under is twelve minutes. The over under is twelve minutes per mile. Yeah, no chance. One mile. That's what I said. I said yeah. fifteen and a half no was chance. my over under for him. Yeah, I'm I'm shooting they, for the under. They would do good on lap one, lap two, three, and four. They'd be destroyed, like <laughs> zero. I, I will. You know what? Just for when you know what you have no excuse. Tom, well, I'm not in town tomorrow, but tomorrow you can take. You're going by the well, store. Austin's not there. Though. Austin's, Austin's at Beyonce. He's in Charlotte. That's why he's not. Look, here. I can guarantee you two things about Austin right now. Beyonce, two things. A, he's <laughs> definitely not paying attention to the concert. He's on his phone checking Instagram messages for sure. And then two, he's trying to make a decision about something, and he's spinning his own wheels, and he'll be in the same spot he was right now that he will be there tomorrow. Like the, the the guy can't. I love him, but he can't make it. So, so four hours out into the concert, literally. he's going to be like, wait, okay, I finally decided what I was going to write to that and concert's over. Yeah, basically. But that's fine. I when Whenever you're back next week, you can pull you can pull employees and you can run this, but it has to be fully documented. Yeah, so I mean, dude, I, I'll, I'll come out and film it for you. Sure. Good. Well, Done. we need, I mean, it would you be great to have play, just make fun of them for fine. Yeah. And I get to pick what kind of beer you drink. That's fine if you come. Um, don't give them like a porter that's like 10% though. Don't have them throwing up after lap one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll graduate different beers at every lap. Um, oh, that's too funny. I love it. And on that note, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. And welcome back to this episode of Pills and Beer during the commercial break. Craig was... Trying to think of something, and I believe he's thought of it. it was some, I was going to say something about uh, Bravo. Oh, what I will do, though, is we've got, we've been telling you guys we have a stacked list of guests coming up. Um, we do, but I will tell you some. Lisa Barlow is going to be on next week. We're really excited from the Salt Lake, from Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, I think that's going to be a really fun one. Um, we've got chicks in the office coming on here from Barstool. Uh, we have Jared Freed is announcing his new Netflix special, which he came on a couple times when we were just starting. Which Craig uh, just literally announced for him. No, no, he, no, it's been announced. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'll just, because I know it didn't. Um, and, uh, we've got, we've got some athletes, some NFL guys, um, some actresses. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun fall. Um, yeah, I, that, I agree. I told Austin while he was at Carolina's uh, training camp tomorrow that he should have brought his mic with him, and he could just—he could be one of those people just walking around interviewing players. He said yeah, he was too scared to do it. He does have his recorder with him, so we're going to have to make him do that. I think that'd be hilarious if he was just Austin Crow being filmed on the sidelines at C- Carolina with pillows and beer. Yeah. Do you have a word for pillows and beer? Um, shout out to our friend Will Greer. He's at the Cowboys. Um, training camp. Uh, was that Jerry? Does any of this, um, dropping the ball have to do with you being a new, uh, father? Which congratulations from all the besties and us. Uh, um, I'm not I'm really a new father because I've dealt with you in Austin for quite a while now, and you guys probably prepared me pretty damn well for it. 
I still That's- and Nick Nick backs me up, dude. I not dropped the ball. We are waiting for somebody else who clearly cannot get it through. But yeah, I mean, I'd say you know she's five months old. So wait, really? See. Yeah, dude. Oh, last wise. time when you honestly when when we came over and with the baby and Paige was there, that was probably two months ago, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, I know, it's insane. Just flies by. So. No, I honestly I have to give you and Austin prop because if I'd have to deal with such BS from you two all the time, that this would be pretty stressful. Um, in all seriousness, it's it's awesome. It's our first. It's a little girl. Um, you're sleeping and not sleeping right now. She's in the sleep regression, so she's back to like through every three or four hours. She's waking up, and and truthfully, it's like it's. It was a whole having What's a kid thing is wild. It's different for everybody. Yeah, what do you mean she women, wakes up every three to four hours? That means someone has to wake well, up with her three to four hours? Nah, we let her just get up and walk around the house, you know, when she wants <laughs> at three, three, every three hours. No, dude, so I will say this. Like, look, I'm half, I have three sisters, uh, and they all have kids. So and it's super, so different when you have your own. And, like, what I mean by it is, like, you know, there's just so many things you can I always have respect for women. Like, you know, and every, you know, there's a lot of women that listen to this podcast and the besties. And I mean, it is so different. And dip- when you actually see firsthand, like your wife go through all of this shit, not only like developing and growing the baby for nine months, then like the whole, like, well, then she had a C section and a little different, obviously. But like, then after, right? Like, I didn't realize there were so many things that happened to women, like during it, after it, like immediately after it. And then, like all the hormones and all that like, and just trying to be a good partner man it's so and you're not sleeping so at the beginning we get everybody you have kids listening to their shit. i mean <laughs> it's like every three hours but like you feed them when they're first newborn right you're feeding and they're up so like that's like an hour and an hour and a half process to get them back to sleep and by the time they're back to sleep they're literally waking back up to feed again and it is just like over and over and over right now she's on like three or four hour cycles so she and we're pretty we're pretty strict if you will on the schedule so yeah man it's like she gets up at 6 6 30 7 in the morning and then it's like clockwork four hours well, three how hours many, boom, boom, boom. How, many, how long is she awake every three or four hours like what is that process yeah no it's so like let's just say every morning it's like we call it daddy daycare like let's just say she gets up at seven so from seven she'll feed and then she won't go down until a nap now until like nine o'clock. So from seven to nine, she's with me and she used to sleep on me for the nap. And my wife was like, she needs to go back in the snoo now. It's like the best time in the world when the baby's on you, like to be honest with you. And so now she has to go back in there and then she'll sleep until like 10. And then at 10, it repeats itself again. And then it's like, she's up for energy hours. What about at night? Like what, what about prior to 7 a.m.? Uh, well, like she normally goes to bed at like eight, right? So she's seven thirty eight. So you give her a bath, do the whole thing. And then she was sleeping six, seven, eight, nine hours. And now it's like today, like literally I can look at the snoo and tell you this. It's so ridiculous. She has more apps on my cell phone than I have. On my cell phone. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like she went down at eight o'clock and she got pissed, I guess. I woke up at eight forty five, put her back down at nine fourteen, woke up at nine sixteen, slept till or. And then she got up at 9.16. Alexa had to feed her again. She went to bed at 10.08. And she's currently sleeping and getting tossed around in her little snoo. Um, yeah, and- it was new, like, as 
like give tell everyone what it's new is and then tell them the 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 con like how much thought goes into they're buying that because yeah that's actually good i'm surprised you even know what that shit's about um so it's been everyone having a baby and all a lot yeah, of my friends no, dude, they're all discussing snooze yeah it's my conversations in life have drastically changed in that sense i mean everybody's situation is different um like i don't know we have this is our first so um you know you buy them i think they're about three grand or you can rent them for like four to six months which comes up like seven eight hundred bucks we actually decided to rent this one and it comes to rent this one's new uh, and we we're really sure we're gonna have another one or not so it didn't make sense if you have two you basically how much, get rent how much is to buy it like two grand so you basically can rent it twice before it wouldn't pay for itself right so like we're definitely not i mean i'm a twin so pray to god our next one if we have one is twins but we call for one to three it came wow. over for me but uh like it's been great i mean the thing we lock it on a, on a certain level so it can't go too high like I mean, this thing starts tossing them and you think they're gonna have brain damage but it's perfectly fine but i swear by it it's worked wonders for us we got to talk about what zone it's a it's a bougie ass bassinet bassinet so i mean it basically you have to put them in a little sleet sack and they're bundled up and then you strap you essentially strap your kid in a straight jacket to the clips and this bassinet you turn it on and you control by an app and it if the baby cries um it'll start moving faster based on how much the baby's crying how much the baby's moving and what the baby's doing and which is like crazy to think that. So are you guys ferberizing then as well? For, I don't even know what ferberizing is. Ferberizing. So if my parents did all of us. My sister, we what all ferberized. It? It's like he's got a robotic thing to rock, rock his baby to sleep. What is a ferber? No, ferberizing means Ferberize. you, you just let the baby cry. Like if it's oh, crying. Well, like like the cried out method. So we're literally about to hit that stage when we. Like everyone is different, man. Yeah, so, it's like, around four to six months when you start. Yeah, so we'll start transitioning to her into her room here shortly but, and out of the zoo. Um, and yeah, the cry out. We're trying to figure out which one we want to do. Like the two big things, like you'll see this at one point. Like mom's on call and taking care of babies are like the two big like go tos for everybody. And you kind of mix and match, pick your L. But like we had a night nurse for two nights. It was that best job ever. I mean, they, these like did you get paid? I was like four hundred dollars a night. I'm like, dude, the baby should have sleep the whole time. What am I paying you for? And the baby slept the worst she's ever slept in her life, and the lady was here. And I was like, yeah, this shit ain't working for me. Like, see you later. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's wild, man. And like, truthfully, it just it changes everything to a certain extent. It's phenomenal having a little girl first is great. And I mean, truthfully, the most fun part of it now she's old enough to like really like see your faces and and understand and laugh and giggle and like truly laugh and giggle, but. Man, there is nothing funnier than when your little kid farts and starts pooping, and then you have to go train. Like it is, I, I swear when we were with Craig and Paige at his house, I was like, I was just waiting for it. So I'm like, Craig, you and Paige can get go, go test drive this diaper change out. Go for it. But she she wouldn't do it, unfortunately. It would yeah, give me nothing better joy than doing that. I think that's something that you really only like, but your own kid. I've changed plenty of diapers yeah. in my life. I used to babysit. I never changed one before my own kid. I, it's actually surprising, dude. I'm not trusting you change diapers before, seriously. Like that's yeah. not a that's not an easy thing. She's been down to the store. She's visited Uncle Craig for uh, since throwing down South parties. Went to his house once. Um, so she's getting acclimated to it. Hopefully, she can you know retire on pillow money one day. We'll see. Yeah, we got a long way to go. 
Do you have uh, any tips for that first week, I'd say? Because you can read books on like, the, I'm sure there's books on yeah, that too, but yeah. that first week, because there's nothing that can prepare you, I'm sure. When they just no, I mean you no, this I mean, child and you're I, like, oh, this is my full responsibility. Yeah, I would yeah, leave in the hospital. Everyone says that's crazy. And it was, but we were ready because we were there for three days um, after the C-section. But man, I can't. My advice for the most part to anybody is everyone's got advice and don't listen to it. Do what works for you because everybody is going to tell you something to do. The And I just said don't take advice, but I'd say for a guy, it's like for all the, the moms or moms to be like, I think the most important thing that we did, I like to blurry walking those steps right now. She probably would shake her head like you're full of shit. But uh, mm-hmm. I think the most important thing was for the first like six to eight weeks and everyone's situation is different, but um, every time in the middle of the night, specifically the baby would get up and Alexis have to go feed her. Like we got up and did it together. Like every single time, every single feed. And oh, wow. you'd know that's the truth. Don't lie. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, she's, like she's, she's, she's like literally walking in the stairs, like, fuck you. But it's the truth. So uh, that, and I think cause you're both going through hell. So like, and it's a good, it's a good thing you're going through it, but it's so brutal. Um, and the other thing, which I think I did okay in hindsight, probably could have done a little better is, um, you don't really understand fully what the, your wife is going through your significant other's going through like all the hormones and all that stuff. So like respecting the wishes of like, who can come over, like when they can come over and all that. Cause that stuff probably caused the most problems more so than anything. Cause like, as a dude, you're like, oh, I mean, it's like my body just went through anything. You know what I mean? And you're like, come over, do this, do that. Like, yeah. And like, meanwhile, no, somebody else over here just had usual. a thing come out of their body. Yeah. And they're like, hormones are all over the place. So I don't know. I think those are probably the most, just being a good team player, probably the most important things. You'll just find focus, out one day. Focus on your, your wife. Yeah. Dude, the baby's the easiest thing in the world. Like, I, it can only poop, pee, eat and sleep like you can't do anything the, the hardest part is managing your and i don't well, that's what everybody like, says like, it's when they hit the yeah yeah i mean it's like there's only so much that can happen so like you're you're that's the hardest part honestly it's like seeing your wife go through all that stuff trying to help but you're also so frustrated because you're so tired that like yeah, the dumbest little things will set you off like yeah i mean and you're sitting there going like oh, okay but like i said I've dealt with Craig for years now. So like I'm used to these things. And so man, he's you, you I gotta give you props, man. You unknowingly got I can't believe I'm about to say this. You unknowingly got me ready for fatherhood. So thank you. Yeah, I feel like I I did some patient like trained and tested your patience a decent amount. Which you can read about in the book, actually. Go read Pillow Talk. I talked about that earlier on the other podcast too. There's there's a Did lot really? of stuff. Hey, uh you don't have to get into it because it's personal, but what do you say for people? Do you think couples that are on the rocks, uh, couples that aren't doing too great. Do you think the answer is to have a baby together? No. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Are you, like, honestly, no. It is like the, the, like, yeah, if you want to guarantee not to be together, 100% go out, right. kid. Right. You, you know, think that, no. People think, you know what? I think what we need is like a baby. That's insanity. Yeah. If you're in a, like, if you're listening and you're in a relationship and that is like the process, like, that's a really good question, Kraken. You think in your mind, like, well, maybe if we have a kid, she'll stay with me or he'll stay with me. Like, you run the other way. Like, what? Because <laughs> it is never going to get easier. That's crazy. No, God, no. 
All right. Well, with that said, thank you for the wise words from our newest dad in the Pillows and Beer family. We are going to take a quick commercial break. Welcome back to this very special episode of Pillows and Beer. I am Craig Conover, joined by Jerry Castellano and Nick Norris. Nick survived the tornado a couple days ago, which is great. Jerry is surviving fatherhood, and I'm just surviving, I guess, Um, which is so funny. Sometimes I do reflect and say, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself with a lot of stuff that I've accomplished in some changes in my life the last year, but I laugh because I'm like, you are, have it so easy that you are only having to take care of yourself. Um, it's just, it's, it's funny. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, sewing down South, just to give you guys some updates. Um, I mean, there's not a ton, I think, look, they haven't, and Jerry, you're on for this. They haven't officially announced who's going to be at BravoCon. All I can say, I think it's hopefully okay. If we are there... You might be there. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That. That's good. If, if good. we are there, uh, Sewing Down South would be two. So, like, yeah, if we're not there, it's not going to be there. But if we are, uh, look forward to seeing um, a new collection by Paige and myself. That's a little tease for the besties. We haven't announced that, but Paige and I designed another collection together. Um Christmas in July went so well that we will be bringing them to any pop-up stores that we do uh, in the holidays. And uh, we've got some awesome new tumblers, which are only available in store right now. But soon enough, they will be on the internet. Um, Come see me in the store. I'm there a lot. Um, We've been announcing the pillow parties. Um, We're actually a little better now. Before it was part of the the surprise and the fun and the spontaneity, but I know a lot of you guys have travel plans and schedules based around. So, um, well, when you're hearing this, we'll be having, we would have already had one. The Jerry, did you know I'm doing one tomorrow? Yeah. I saw your text and just figured go for it and have fun. Knock yourself what's, out. It, uh, what's it like for you to see what a, like the pillow parties have evolved into after being on tour with each other and doing our pillow party tour, you know, in the very beginning of the company. I'm just so glad that I don't have to truly be there to run the thing anymore. So I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, but it's, it, it's so it's rewarding. Truthfully, Amanda, I think came down. Didn't you do one this past week? Yeah. You did one on Saturday. Um, and like I, you, it's funny cause it's no different than the first day we opened the store to like two years later or however long it's been two and a half years, like same thing goes through my head as I'm driving down King street, getting ready to come up to the store. It's like, people are really going to be waiting a lot or like, are we done? Like, is it still going to, you know what I mean? And then like you turn oh, yeah. the corner and you pull up and there's, you know, hundred, 200 people a lot. You're like, all right, we got it. Like we got it still. And I think that, uh, like that lets me know we're still hungry, you know, like, if you're, if you're, if, if it was the other way around and I was coming up to the store being like, oh, we know it's going to be packed. We're going to crush it. Like that's not fun anymore. Like we're not on our toes. We're not trying to in, invent anything different and, and really, you know, change what we're doing. And, uh, I think that's how companies fail. So, um, honestly, I'm more impressed that you have the stamina to keep doing it. I mean, it, it's tough, man. Like it's really tough because it's not just like, uh, it's not like you're just saying hi to people. Like, you're actually having genuine conversations. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's how we differentiate ours uh, from a lot of people, which, um, you know, it's funny to digress to what you said a little bit. I get nervous every single time, no matter what. Um, I'm a nervous wreck before and when I'm in the back and then when I walk out, it's just, it, it's the same joy as the very first time seeing everyone there and sharing the store with everyone because so many of y'all rooted for us throughout the years, you know, and I know it's a roller coaster, but it really is, um, you, you know, you guys are the reasons we're still there. So it's fun every time you walk out and you're all there and I get to share the store with you guys, which... I don't know. It's my favorite part is meeting everyone. So Jerry, yeah, Jerry used to, he used to run the point of sale system. He used to keep the music, you know, going. Like we'd have some random person taking pictures that worked at the store, he, like the train the on the track. Was it was, just you two? Oh man. Yeah. Well, thanks because this idiot decided to just denounce on. Was it on the? When did you do? You, know, you did on Instagram. He was just like, oh, we're gonna do pillow party. <laughs> this is pre-COVID. So, um, but talking about. <laughs> I'll never forget the very first one. I think Craig like got super nervous and and not to call him out, but like like went and threw up and then came back out. And I was like, oh my god, Craig's actually nervous about this. I was like, oh shit, I hope this goes well. And then it was like, God, dude, that was that was insane. There was eight hours we were there. I mean, it was it was the one in Delaware. The well, the Edgewater one was um, seven to eight hours too. But it's been oh. great, and um, y'all keep coming to visit us, and we try to make it fun. And the store, you know it we don't have many people, you know, not have a great time. So anytime you see a bill party, if you're in town, come see us. Um, and we I, have you some know, sweet new stuff coming out, dude. Like we, the holiday collection is fire that you created. Honestly, I don't normally say this or get excited about like designs or flow designs, but there's some, like, I don't know. We can tease it a little bit, Craig. We, we took a step into specific holidays. And I think, I think people are going to be very happy. I don't know. You, you can you can kind of talk about that. No, it's, it's going to be awesome. Um, we talked a lot about it during Christmas in July, and then you know we're making the candles in in Charleston now. So I mean, there's some really fun stuff to be excited about. Um, Nick's got a question on here, and for people that don't know, Jerry runs a sports marketing firm too, out of DC or whatever your status is with that, but. And you, I don't know, you're, we've talked about your CV on here a ton, but you've done some really cool shit, worked for some really big companies. So why do companies feel like they always have to change something when everything works fine? Um, I mean, shoot, I remember working in a restaurant and like the most popular dish on the menu, the owner would just like take off. Like, yeah, if we, say it. so we're doing so down south, like. Do you, do you change to evolve no. or do you like change because you're bored or how much change? Are you comfortable yeah, with? I don't think there's a, a correct answer to it. I think some people feel forced to change to keep up with certain times and changes in culture and things like that. Whether it's right or wrong is each business's decision. I can tell you what we do and what I started down south specifically. I mean, we we base everything off of analytics, right? So like we know pretty down to the number of like how many people are in the store, how many people are online. I mean, everything we do is measured, right? All our ad spend you don't do a crazy amount, but we know exactly what's working, what's not. Um, and then we take chances on certain products that like maybe Craig wants to do or Amanda really wants to put out there. And, you know, like this whole collegiate line we're going to be launching in the fall. Um, and I, I think we try to evolve 
but stay within who we are. I think that's the problem. It's like people, they, they evolve because they're like, oh, this company's doing it, this company's doing it, or society's doing this, so we have to do it. And it's like totally outside of their norm and their ethos, and then they go do it, and that's why they fail. But I think we should, we stay true to ourselves. So I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, and honestly, probably has to stay stronger than ever because of the growth of the company. Um, we just can't can't really take the chances to go against what we know works, right? Like we're not coming out tomorrow with a sewing down south vodka brand. Like that doesn't exactly jive with what we're trying to do here. Um, but I think you got to continually try to push and change the change what you're doing. Otherwise, you just fade back into having the same old stuff, and then your customers aren't going to buy anything new. Yeah, I mean, I'm the one, you know, man and Jerry keep what? me from doing too much, but we have some really fun stuff coming up that, you know, we, we haven't even announced yet. So stay tuned for that. Um, I, you know, this is funny and how Elon, I guess, and Zuckerberg are actually going to fight. Um, did you see that coming as being in the sports world? Jerry, or or do you think it's not going to happen, Nick? I I have the more Nick. You can hop in too. I I don't know if y'all watch the uh, like Netflix is so good at their algorithm, but like feeding you the untold stories. And like, uh, was it Jake Paul? I mean, I I'm always like this guy. Like, what a loser! Like, I can't stand this guy. He is a loser. And then, I, I did what, watch wait, it. Is it Jake? Which one's the boxer? Is it Jake or Logan? Jake's wait, the Jake. boxer. He is a loser. Like, man. No, nah, but dude's not through that. You watch that and like, look, it's, they, they know exactly what they're doing. They're great markers. But like I walked away from it and I'm like, respect. Funny, actually, not to totally change the subject on that, but like perfect example of marketing and how well things are done. Quarterback on Netflix. Like I, I mean, yeah, I work in sports marketing, right? Like I, I was like, I was like, I specifically would not watch it because I was like, don't really care for Patrick Mahomes. I hate his brother. Uh, sure, Marcus Mariota, whatever. And his wife, actually, I think his wife's wonderful now after watching quarterback. So my wife, of all people who never watches football, kept being like, Jerry, have you watched quarterback? Have you watched quarterback? Because I was out of the country for three days. I was like, no, I'm not going to watch a dumbass show. I came home <laughs> and I watched it and I was like, man, nah, shit, this is pretty good. I was like, respect Patrick yeah. Mahomes now. His wife isn't that bad. And yeah, I, she's actually pretty I, cool. I, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, see, and then so it's great. So I, I yeah, but you change uh, your opinion on his brother because you get so much more yeah. context, and you get like like that. I think they killed it. I thought they did a good job with it. I mean, and the fact that like my wife, she literally is like, "Who should I be?" And I was like, "What?" Like she, I was like, does it, "I go, does it literally make you want to watch football now?" And she's like, "Yeah." And you're talking to a person, me. Like I've been very fortunate in, in the sports world to, to go to most major events, right? Like. You could not pay me enough money to go to a sporting event. Like, unless it's a Derby, the Masters, F1, or Wimbledon, like, I'll probably go or Saratoga because it's the best. But other than that, like, I don't care. And she's like, I want to go to a game. I'm like, off of watching this document, it's, it's insanity what they've done. So props to them, man. So do they do too good of a job, though? Because now no one wants to be on it. Nah, oh, really? people, you kill bullshit. Somebody always wants to be on if it. If you, you look at the reports, about? everybody keeps saying no. Yeah, dude, that's just a reports. Don't listen to that stuff. You well, they're asking them in interviews. They're like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, yeah, oh, until well, that's because they're, they're not allowed to say. Like, I know golfers that are doing uh, the Netflix the show or whatever, one? and they have to deny it. I didn't like it that, that was killer good, though. Too. 
See, I didn't uh, like man. it. As a golf back- fan, I was like, this doesn't really like I- for so for the average golf fan, I can understand it, but for someone who knows the game, it didn't do anything for me. But like it humanizes people, and I think that's like what everybody yeah, always forgets in this world of entertainment and sports. Like, dude, Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day, he's just he's just a normal dude. He's really good at football and makes an ungodly amount of money. Like, and he's you you cannot watch that. And even if I didn't love him before, you come out and go, look how hard he works. And if you don't respect how hard oh, that person, I'm never works gonna craft. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, and that's why, like, I think you know, people get lost in this stuff. So it's no different than someone running up to. It's like you run up to people and you you expect them to sign an autograph or take a picture with you, and it's like, and then people get pissed because they were maybe quote unquote mean to them. It's like, dude, they're just trying to eat lunch or dinner with their family. Like, granted, they put themselves into the spotlight by being good at golf or football or whatever it is. But like you can't hate on them because they have boundaries. And yeah, but what do you say then to guys like Charles who are like, if you don't sign autographs, you're an asshole? Charles who? Barkley. He I mean, goes unless I'm eating dinner, Char- I'll yeah. always sign auto- an autograph. Dude, you're like, talking to like so, I, and I've said this I think on the podcast before. So I've like the single best people I've ever worked with in like any entertainment deal. The, the the bar is Ricky. He we did his Red Bull. He used to drink. I Robbie doesn't go anymore. But he used to drink out of the Red Bull water bottle and had a Red Bull golf out. And he, the guy, the single greatest I've ever worked with. Like how he signed her is just true to it. Craig is literally just as good. I mean, Craig like meaningfully wants to talk to everybody, sign autographs, and hang out with people. And I respect the shit out of because it's so hard. And then after him, like Reggie Bush and like uh, Serena Williams, but. And Tom Brady's pretty high up there on doing it. But then you, I've seen other people, man, where they're just like, they don't, they don't even care. And I think that if you're in the public eye, you should be able to have boundaries and you do owe it, like in specific sports like that, right? Like golf wouldn't make all the money they could if these athletes uh, or if these fans didn't go and they didn't buy all the golf shit and didn't have all the money. Like you owe it to them. You owe it to them to at least be courteous, but what? you also don't owe it to them to be courteous if you're interrupting their dinner like an asshole. Well, that I agree with. There's always boundaries. No. But if I'm seeing them on the street, I should you shouldn't bash, you know, just push someone away. I get it. If you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. But some people make yeah. it a habit of get away from me. Yeah, that's, that's the only okay. Well, two things. One, we were down with. Uh, Paulina and Dustin when she filmed her role for that so is Negan to meet like the Netflix guys or whoever me and Paige were down there and it was fun to see your friends do what you do like it's fun to see your friends sit in like an interview chair and be like and get ready for it and be like yeah like it's sharing a little bit of your world with them and they're like wait is this what you guys do and they're like yeah yeah anyway that and then oh one time when you just said that, Nick, like coming up to someone on the street, the time that just popped in my head, I was dating someone and like, you guys don't know who it was. And just, yeah. it, it's not whatever. It's good. Uh, I remember like she tortured, like we were just always fighting. We were in that like part of your relationship where like you're, you know, you probably should break up and we were always fighting. And I remember being outside a restaurant trying to get a table i was at a popular restaurant in charleston and someone came up to me and started to ask me questions about like our relationship or something and that was the hardest time i've ever had where i like my brain had zero room in it to talk 
about like the show or something, but that was the, you know, the only time for me is like fighting with my girlfriend. Um, the third thing was when you said Alexis wants to watch football now, Paige called me earlier and was like, so me and my mom just watched the Manziel documentary and it was incredible. And I just want to watch the ball. So we got to get her to a game. We're we're all going to get her a game, but get her to have fun. Well, she loves Ravens games with my family. So she, she loves like, He's like, you know what? I look good in black and purple. So I, oh God. Apparently, the Menzel documentary is great. I can't wait to watch it too, because he's going to tell the truth about gambling and sports. And I, you know, I, Craig definitely knows I love to gamble. Craig, you said something earlier. Got to be careful about how I say this based on obviously the, the show and everything. But, um, like talking about, it's always fun to see what other people do, right? Like I talk about like Paulina recording or, uh, filming and all that stuff. Like, like I've been on the other side of it with you guys, right? Like in filming with Southern Charm and I mean, we filmed so much and so, you know, I think people don't really understand how much is actually filmed and how much actually makes it on TV, right? Because it's so much process of having to edit down hours and hours, hundreds and thousands of hours of filming. And uh, like truly that's a really fun process to watch and, and be a part of. And like, you know, we filmed a bunch together and Austin as well, but like, it's an art. Like it really is. I mean, it's reality TV, right? It's unscripted. It's real life. It's happening. But so much is happening at the same time that it took so long. There's been probably 10 times I filmed with you. And then like, I would leave after the fact and go, that's where he was trying to do it. That's where he was getting to a certain things. And like, it just, and it's such a different world. And, and I mean, dude, it's, you're filming, man. Like it's real life. It's coming at you fast. Right. It's not like someone's telling you what to say. And, and next thing you know, it's it's, it's truly wild. wild. Yeah, there's really like a is. show about. I know there's uh, Unreal it's out it, there. How it's done, there. but like it would be really cool. Be cool. I actually, I don't even think I told you. Um, I love the production side and think that I would be a really good producer. And so I actually asked our production company if they have a show coming up and if I have like if it's like good a short. And I have like no, I'm not gonna intern. Intern nine years. <laughs> Intern Craig, I longest love internship of something ever. Uh, interning on the production side, not the the other side. But I was like, put me on, and they were like, honestly, we kind of like this idea. So that would be fun if I went and produced a, a show. I want to do it. I want to do a talk it. show. I think Indeed. Craig would be a killer talk show host. Don't you think? Well, yeah, that's on the other side. Talk that's, show host or game no, show host. A game show host, yeah, but he'd give well, everything away for free, so it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, he'd be like Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. Literally, you would. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, I, well, I I do that in the store when I'm there, or try to. Yeah, which uh, is why we don't like him. I'm kidding. Yeah. We love the store. So the football thing, though, the beat getting paid out. There's actually just to wrap up that. There's a guy uh, that I've met a couple times that he's probably 70, 65, 70. He said the biggest. <laughs> He played college football, and then he played NFL, but he played um, at a Southern school. And he said, "The Greg, you know the biggest pay cut I ever took in my life? He said, going to the NFL. <laughs> That's all. You know what's funny is to wrap it up. We we literally started this entire conversation based off of Elon and Zuckerberg fighting and never even said a word about <laughs> it, which it's just brilliant. I mean, brilliant marketing on their part, the whole thing with like, you know, threads versus I guess we call it X now. It's not Twitter anymore. Oh, right? it's the d- uh, dumb Speaking of companies but, changing to change. Uh, well, whatever that I thinks, think, dude, he's going to win. Don't worry. Like, yeah, 
He's what? Smart. Zuckerberg's going to kick his ass. No, no, I'm I, talking about like with the X thing, not Twitter. I, oh. I think Zuckerberg's low key probably going to win. Well, he's won know. like kickboxing. I, I think he's been training for a lot longer than anyone realizes. Yeah. Well, he's won like like up. sanctioned. Uh, Zuckerberg well, like, has won like sanctioned like kickboxing yeah. events and like well, jujitsu yeah. tournaments. If, well, if you can kickbox, yeah, you can fight. Um, it brings us to our poll of the week, though. Uh, which Nick is going to put up for us. And this is going to be funny because I'll touch on it a little bit. It is who would win in a fight between these Bravo cast, but the men on the cast. We'll do the girls another day. It would be the Southern Charm cast, which we're going to say me, Shep, and Austin. Shep is not a fighter. Austin can is probably pretty scrappy, and then I can fight, um, which isn't a good... But on, in this scale, you've got Summer House, which is Carl, Kyle... And let's say, I don't know, another reoccurring somewhere else guy. Um, then you have Vanderpump Rules, which is kind of, you know, you got Jax, Sandoval, um, Schwartz. <laughs> little puppy and dog. Then, and then you got Below Deck, you know, a bunch of wild yachties. So that's the, I mean, what do you guys think about that? We don't, I think we're right in the middle middle of the road you guys just have the size advantage like you guys are all like six five six three i don't think uh, summer i don't yeah i think we're above fall hard <laughs> I yeah. Think austin, yeah i think austin vanderpump would be a good match somewhere else i just don't think has as many guys so many they, guys i don't think it would work yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the yachties like I don't know. A lot of them are crazy. I'm thinking you guys, it's like that commercial with the housewives. I think you guys would all get your ass kicked by the housewives. If you put, <laughs> if you picked oh, like all. Definitely get worked over. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. Um, all right, let's do. Well, we can go over a couple things. I mean, we can wait for Austin, but we are two and a half years into this over a hundred episodes and 5 million downloads. Um, Top half percent. I can't believe you guys got that far. Actually, that's impressive. Honestly, if you would have asked me if these two are going to keep this going, I we've had look, the wheels have definitely come off the track a couple of times, and we we brought it back. But I'm, when did I'm, we take I'm, I'm gonna... like when were we like, hey, we want to take Instagram live to actual? Hi. I will never forget that phone call because I looked at my phone. This I was is, like, yeah, he's what the hell is he calling me? Yeah, I mean that was November oh, of twenty twenty. Yeah, so and yeah. you hadn't talked to Jerry. Like, uh, why, why were you shocked to get his call? Because I didn't talk to Jerry since I, like, just Intern. went to see him at the office. You know, just yeah. popped in when I was in D.C., like, right after, after I graduated I or something. Cry. Yeah, yeah, after he made my mom cry. <laughs> that's a story for Because yeah. that's yeah. that, that was a some night we had. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that – November 2020, yeah. I don't know. I think you guys are probably doing it for a little bit. And then I was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. And back of my head, I was like, these two idiots are never going to do it. And then you guys kept bothering me. And then uh, Nick had a golf podcast. I was like, dude, can you do this? And he's like, yeah. And then it kind of just caught caught fire and went, right? We've learned yeah, a mean, lot in this time. It's been, it's been, I mean, I think the one thing I'm happy about the most is that we control everything. So, like, you know, and I think for Austin you, or for Craig and Austin, um, you guys like it. Like, we know what we can't talk about for certain reasons, but no one tells us what we have to talk about or what we have to do 
uh, or what you have to talk about, what you have to do. And I think that makes it so much more fun, right? And it's not a podcast full of, you know, hawking people's product because they want to come on for an interview and then to do this. You know what I mean? Like it's truly just banter and a good time. I think that's why it's been successful. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think, it, like I said, it was so random that he called me and two and a half, over two and a half years later, here we are still going. I mean, well, yeah. I think it's a tentative uh, podcast tour. I think it's a great uh, <laughs> note. We've done that. one. Yeah. So uh, listen to Pillows and Beer uh, wherever podcasts are found. Buy our yeah. merch, pillowsandbeer.com. I just saw we had a big day. Um, We're working day. on new stuff. Yeah. I know people keep reaching out asking for yeah, we are new making stuff coming. New merch. Um, shop at Sewing Down time, South. Time out. Craig, we, we have to like, I can't be on here. Then you can't not answer one bestie question. Oh. You have to answer this first one. I'm no, trying to get on. No, no, no. I'm good. But this, I, I normally wouldn't care. But this one is like, I find this a very intriguing question. <laughs> so you have to bring this up. I have to. Like, right. We have. I have to see how we do. All right. So we're gonna do one bestie question this week, and it's a doozy. My boyfriend of six years and I recently went on a cross country road trip, just the two of us. So of course, we had lots of time to talk. During one of the lulls in conversation, my boyfriend randomly started talking about all the girls he's ever slept with. That's weird. I found it odd, but wasn't upset because they were all before we ever met and we're in our late 20s now. So whatever happened in high school or college, I don't think should concern either of us. After going on about his past experiences, he said, now you go. This made me super uncomfortable because although I wasn't bothered hearing about his past partners... The idea of talking about mine with my boyfriend felt icky. I politely refused and basically said, no thanks, nothing really stands out anyway. He kept pushing and pushing, eventually getting upset that I wouldn't share anything and said, I just don't want there to be any surprises between us and you've surprised me before. Background, I've only slept with one other guy and it was in high school, but when I first met my boyfriend, I lied and told him I, I was a virgin because I was dumb and embarrassed. You shouldn't have to do that. But anyway, years into our relationship, he found out the truth by going through my phone, literally saw texts from 2013. That's a huge red flag. <laughs> I'm super sensitive about that whole experience, and he's forgiven me for lying in the first place. Shouldn't have to at all. It felt so manipulated. It felt so manipulative of him to make a snarky comment about my past to get me into talking. He should have apologized for going through your phone. I don't usually notice him being manipulative towards me, but he's told me about times that he's been able to manipulate his coworkers. His actions feel like a huge red flag, but we've been together for so long. Well, there's your answer. You're only together <laughs> as you for so long. <laughs> be a deal breaker for you guys. Yes. Also, do guys really care that much about hearing about their girlfriend's past partners? No, no. It's, it's just you need to leave this person. And also, I don't even have to tell you, and I'll and we'll hear what Nick and Jerry want to say because you literally write it in your question. It says, <laughs> "Oh, huge red flag." But we've been together for so long. I know it sucks. I know it doesn't want to feel like you wasted so much time with someone, but don't waste any more time with them. What do you guys think? Uh, Nick, fire away, bud. <laughs> I mean, you made us read it. I mean. For the most part, I'm a very open person, so I've t had those conversations before with like girls. But at the same time, I'm not forcing them to tell me the same thing. Yeah, I would never go you're, through someone's phone. Yeah, when your answer is always your own an easy conversation, I hot. You know what I mean? So come on, dude. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're kind of hot. 
Um, yeah, you don't even know Jerry. Oh, I didn't tell Jerry yeah. what happened to me. Yeah, well, that's for because we're waiting for a time when it's me, you, and um, Austin. Yeah, don't tell me. Uh, Jerry doesn't get special. My, my no, t- but on the podcast, I, it's but, crazy. I think it's, well, well I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah it's I break up with her. Yeah, you, like, he's yeah. a break dick. up with him. He's an insecure, yeah. consoling douchebag. And if you exactly. ever feel like the need that you have to go through your significant what? other's text messages, like then you don't I'm trust him. Eight years you know, ago, it doesn't even like it's just also him saying I don't want to be surprised again. Like, all right, I'm not going to confuse him. I'm not going to accuse him of doing anything. But like, what? Why is he accusing you? Like, that's a lot of times from a guilty conscience. Why but is he bragging? I think it's weird as shit that he's bragging about hooking up with like called insecurity. Yeah. Hey man, I bang fifty girls. Like, how many guys have you banged? Like, oh, only. Yeah. Like, like, what if like she said eighty? Like, what happens that? Don't you know? talk. Well, See, I don't care. See, those conversations don't bother me though. Yeah, no, but they, it clearly would bother him because he's trying to. He's what he's doing is trying to assert himself over. Her. It's oh yeah, See, yeah, yeah. It's super I, bizarre. No, he's just. Look, it's the going it, through the phone thing. The moment that well, I saw that, that would be easy. Like, take the specifics out of this. The character traits that pretty much are an objective observation. Like, there are character traits that you have described. You shouldn't be with someone with those character traits. That's just it. Those are the the red flags. I mean, the specifics are bad, but the 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 characteristics of this guy's personality are are you just seem like you're better than them. So. Craig said everything you needed to know, man. When she, you said, it seems like the main reason she's staying together is because they've been together for so long, which is a horrible Yes. But there are so way, many people out there that? like that. Who said literally saw a text in 2013? Who the fuck keeps... 2000, like that's... Uh, come on. My phone auto-deletes. Here's yeah. another... Here's another... And, and I hope this isn't the case. But if you've been together six years and this is just now happening, like something is happening with that guy. He's doing yeah, he something. Yeah, he cheated or something. Yeah. This Ooh, doesn't. Interesting. Wait, Dude, wait. Go, why? Oh, interesting. You're you... saying because he just started doing it? Yeah, all of this could have happened in the first two years. Like if you are insecure Dallas, about your wife. See, these are conversations you have within that first year. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not... He, he didn't wait six years to bring up your sexual history. He yeah, didn't wait say, you know yeah. what? Like, I just don't want to be surprised to or lie. Like, he didn't wait. <laughs> that's him accusing you of doing shit because something's going on with him. Um, and and that's, I think that's why he looked through her phone too, right? Like, what yeah. Do you, do you well, no, that was a couple. No, no. He said, she said that he did that like three years ago. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, no, these are all conversations. Ago. Craig's right. I didn't even think of that because I'm thinking from like Me short either. term. That's these are brilliant. all like first year conversations. Like, these are all like things you like talk about if you're talking about it, you don't bring them up yeah. like 10 if years into it. About it it would happen early so um well we w- hope you, we wish you the best and you're 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 gonna do just fine you're in the clan yeah, break up with him is what we're yeah, saying you're in the group of besties we've got the best best friend group in the world and um Nick's single give him a call <laughs> yes, that's true call nick say hi to nick um but yeah i look thank you everyone for listening to this episode oh. of pillows and beer we hope Austin's dancing his butt off to single ladies. And um, again, follow us, Pillows and Beer, on Instagram, on all the socials. Follow me, Nick, and Jerry on all the socials. Sewing Down South on all the socials. Eat at Carriage House, if you want, in New York City. Um, 
But keep your eye out on Sewing Down South and Scram for all our newest lines, designs, and deals. And listen to some old podcasts of Pillows and Beer if you're bored. But we'll see you right back here on Tuesday. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.